0: Love going to Podcast Movement. I love the podcast community, it's such a collaborative community, which I felt that from day one. You know, plug into the meetups, plug into the Facebook groups. Podcast Movement has, you know, a great podcast group where there's everybody that'll give you that have been experienced for years that'll give you the answers you need.
1: Welcome to Star of the Doubt. I'm your host, Jared Easley. Today I finally was able to get a hold of James Van pruden.
0: Proyan? Proyan, but Pro-in. You in the military, but now Yeah, there you go.
1: James, thanks for uh, lowering your standards to hang out with me today.
0: Uh, thank you, Jared. <laughs> it's always good to see you, buddy.
1: <laughs> so when we first met, you were living in Cal- uh, sorry—in uh, Florida, but you're not living in Florida anymore.
0: So I, I don't like to really say that I'm not, but I haven't been in Florida probably for the last 10 months. Living-wise, I've been mostly out in California in the Napa Valley area.
1: But the reason that happened is because you kind of had an epiphany in the last couple of years. So I want to talk about that. Tell me about what happened.
0: So basically, actually kind of through the podcast and community, I was my entryway into kind of transitioning out of the military was meeting Chris Kermitsos, who founded his conference, which you actually keynoted and kind of opened up for. And when I kind of was entered into this world of knowing we all can have a voice and have this medium to get pretty much any message out, And then I'm already getting so much messages from the podcasting I was listening to. That kind of guided me down a path of you can really create any kind of life that you want and get that message out. So my epiphany was I don't want to be tied down in any location. The cool thing is we can do this kind of thing, podcasting business virtually anywhere. So And in the military, we travel a lot and kind of don't stay in one place. I've been in Florida for eight years. So I was like, let me go to California and go to the Silicon Valley area.
1: And so now you are working on a couple of things. What are some of those things?
0: So one of the things, my wife and I do a podcast called the Ragnar Life Podcast. Ragnar Relay is a two-day relay race. Some people view it as kind of hardcore, a little bit uh, extreme. There's a, both a road and a trail version. So we do a podcast about that, getting the stories out of that race. So we're actually leaving shortly to go to a race uh, this afternoon that starts tomorrow. That's, that's one of the uh,
1: up in DC. Yep, it's DC.
0: Yeah. It's called the. Yeah, the, it ends in Washington D.C., but it starts in Northern Maryland. Most of the road races are in the 200 mile range. They say 200 miles ish. Every course is a little different, but right. it's a 12 person team spread out over two days. So you, you know everybody's running anywhere from two three miles to 10 miles at a time.
1: And that's the podcast. But there's also some business opportunities that are. Extending from that or, or that are related to your experience in the military. Absolutely. Uh, let's chat about some
0: of those ideas. Okay, so for the the in the Ragnar space, there's some not necessarily I don't want to say holes isn't the right word to say it, but there's some opportunities of enhancing the community. So anytime you kinda can have a group of people talking in a around a community that's already there, you start to see and as we are running as well, you see these little things they're like you know, there's one thing that we can do. So we're getting business ideas out of not only running that race, but also having the podcast, talking to other people, having the people come into that community. So there's, there's some things that, that we're developing, some relationships with, with different business, local business, to actually marry those two communities, like the running Relay community and those businesses. So that's one thing we're doing right now with that space.
1: In the past you had mentioned to me about a possible military podcast network. Is that something that is on the back burner or are you still maybe looking at that or
0: Yeah, so I've so probably for me, and I don't know if it comes just from being in the military, but I I where I would want to do one thing growing up kind of nothing wrong with it, but like not affecting too much just kind of more local to northern Michigan. Yeah. Now I was a part of something bigger. I, I, you have a bigger vision. You feel like you're making a difference in the world. So when I got out of the military, I really wanted to do something like that and to kind of go big. So really, back to what we had uh, kind of talked about before, by being at the, your conference at Podcast Movement and PodFest Multimedia Expo, I was hearing all these cool networks. And nothing wrong with any of the thing, or not necessarily wrong, it's probably not the right word, but like they're good, I would say niches, I guess, but good communities. But I thought, what better community than the military to have a network in? Absolutely. So that was kind of where that idea came from. And and as far as I knew at the time, I didn't really see anything like that. So really wanted, my goal was never like ambitious to where I'm like, oh, I want to have 15 shows by six months from now. But it was just to get the network started. So I did last year launch what I call the Military Podcast Network or what I named it that. So we do that. And then out of that, I kind of want to build some things for the specifically veteran business space as I move
1: forward. What are some things you learned from your experience in the military that you feel are applicable to what you're doing now?
0: Um, I learned probably discipline, I think, is the the biggest thing. Leadership that I guess you reflect back. So I did, my career was a 20-year career. I was in the tactical communication side. So I spent a lot of time traveling into different environments. So that adaptability, which maybe led in, I'm an adventurous type person anyway, so that travel and that opened up the ideas of really being location independent and wanting to really be able to use these tools to create the life that you want and not wait really till I'm older. I got, went in at 18, got out at 38, and I'm 42 right now. So I, I don't want to- You're
1: still a young man. <laughs> yeah.
0: So that, that was the thing. I, I wanted to really transition out and, and use the things I was learning in my military time with basically how to survive and operate anywhere from a comm perspective.
1: I would imagine it's nice too, to have that retirement income. Plus you are a student at the time, for the, at least for now. And uh, that also gives you a little bit of breathing room to to be business minded and to to grow, because we all know in the beginning, not everybody just strikes gold right away. So I think it's very strategic and smart the way you've made efforts and steps responsibly. Uh, let's too. speak to that for a moment. What what encouragement do you have to someone who's who's wanting to maybe start something? What's some responsible things to consider?
0: Thank you for asking that question. I would say first, I had no idea as I got out what I was doing. I was driven by a goal that was a little bit ambiguous at first. Right. But I did feel with my background, like you hear people say fail. I didn't really believe in fail because I was like the worst thing that can happen is I just go back and find a job in many of things, whether it be it, whether it be not to say I would want to work at McDonald's anymore, nothing wrong with that, but I've worked a restaurant. I've worked uh, electrical growing up. So fortunately for me, as a retiree, I had a military pension to offset where it wasn't, okay, if I don't make $500, I can't eat tomorrow. Right. So, so I definitely had an advantage, I felt, to have that cushion in a way or that a little bit of a safety net. Because yeah. it's definitely, and, and that's how I viewed it for business, is I was, I'm, a, I'm, thinking, I'm laying the foundation for me in my mind for the long term. Not have, like I need to make, right. And I just didn't want to do something where I need to have a certain amount in six months or a year. It was the right. long game for me. So I would say, and that's when you just kind of talked about school, the school benefit, the post 9-11 GI bill, I'm I'm now using that and some of the money that I'm getting from that to put into the business as well and to expand some of the things I'm wanting to do and, and some of the things we talked about earlier in business. Right. So I'd say to, to people, I mean, it's scary. Like I, I'd be lying if I said there's not days in your mind. I can't speak for all of the business people or, or entrepreneurs or striving people who want to do that. Sometimes you're like, am I am I crazy? You know, in some <laughs> some moments you're maybe a little bit. <laughs> you know, like it, it's not necessarily easier, but once you go down that path, it's hard to ever go back for me anyway. So I I can't even imagine someone, you know, having to ask someone if I can come some, to go do one of these races or to ask to go to a conference. I mean, that's a place everyone wants to be, but there's a, I mean, for me, it was a high price to pay or like it view, it's viewed as a high price. If you say you could just take the easy route or safe route and go work for someone else and, and slowly go to something else that, that, that's an advice I hear a lot from some people and I'm not saying I'm right, but I've always believed I'm, well, I guess, uh, burn the boats. I didn't want, I didn't, I, didn't, I never wanted to, in relationships, Not be able to go back to certain things, but I was never planning on going back to anything. Right, right. So from a metaphorical burning the bridges or burning the boats, I didn't want to try to have the out in the back of my mind. I was all in going forward. That's the scary part. I didn't know what I was going to do.
1: uh, (laughs) I think it's a lot easier to burn the boats, as you're saying, when you are set up strategically. You have a plan and you have uh, some income that's not going to prevent you from having to. Be desperate or, or make decisions that maybe aren't in the best interest of the business just because you need to make ends meet. So, absolutely. Uh, you know, I hope people really consider that. James, there's a couple of questions I want to close out with. Uh, first of all, is where can people connect with you online?
0: I'm on all social media platforms. Um, I use Facebook, LinkedIn. So, you, the best way is my name, just James, V A N P R O O Y E N. Any of the social media, Twitter, Instagram. Okay. I'm on all social media, text, email.
1: And the last question is, we always like to offer final thoughts. Do you have any final thoughts?
0: I just want to thank you, Jared, for for your friendship. You know, we got to know each other early on from mm-hmm. podcasting and looked at what you you guys have done from Podcast Movement and been to every Podcast Movement since I got out, since <laughs> I knew what it was. So thank you. I love going to Podcast Movement. I love the, the podcast community. is such a collaborative community, which I felt that from day one. It's a... Uh, it's scary before you start of, of thinking it's hard to, to do a lot of the things and then you get right past that point it's not as hard as you would think and you know come into you know plug into the meetups plug into the facebook groups podcast movement has you know a great podcast group where there's everybody that'll give you that have been experienced for years that'll give you the answers you need
1: james best wishes to you and your wife and thank the you business Jack. and all the cool stuff you got going on great to be on the show thank you so cheers much. brother